Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And uh, man, this is an exciting one. This week, I am talking to author, podcaster, public speaker, dick pic expert, online dater extraordinaire, Alexandra Tweeten. She's the creator of the By Felipe website and Instagram page at By Felipe. Her book, By Felipe, Disses, Dick Pics, and Other Delights of Modern Dating, comes out August 21st, 2018, Run, Don't Walk. It's going to be available wherever books are sold. So definitely, definitely buy it from your local bookstore. But hey, you know what? You can also pre-order it at buyfelipe.com. But wait, she does even more. Check out her podcast called V Single, as in Very Single, launching on iTunes March 28th. And uh, you can visit her website, buyfelipe.com as well as her personal Instagram at Alexandra Tweeten. Uh, and if you must, if you must, if you just need a little bit more, you can always go to her Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash official by Felipe. Now, you guys, um, before I throw us over to the super fun romp of a tangential conversation between two girls, I, I fully sound like a Valley girl. I'm completely uh, caffeinated like I've never been before on this episode. And we, you know, there are many things I say that can that could be completely taken out of context um, and uh, used against me. But uh, I'll have you know, those are my favorite episodes to put out into the ether. And, uh, and everything I said was actually kind-hearted uh, and totally right. So how dare you even try to misinterpret any of my words. Anyway, um, I do want to say if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, podcast, if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, and definitely lets you and me be friends on social media at Alexi Wasser on Instagram and Twitter. Although I'll tell you, my addiction of choice is Instagram. And I do love DMing with strangers. And I like to tell you how I'm feeling, thinking, what I'm thinking. And I like to talk about my thoughts, feelings, what I'm up to 24-7 on my Insta stories. So, you know, you know where to find me at Alexi Wasser. And this is the first time I'm going to make the most emotional plea for you guys out there, whoever you are, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're wearing, whatever gender, ethnicity, uh, socioeconomic standing, what have you, whatever shape, size, male, female, what, whatever. If you like this podcast and you want me to continue doing it, I am going independent from the Nerdist Network at the end of March. And I've already had to start buying my own equipment. There are more things I need to buy in order to be able to podcast and uh, do all of this stuff on my own because I will no longer be using the Nerdist Studio I, Aristotle won't even be on the show anymore. I'm going to have to pay for a bunch of different things. And that's where I need you guys. Now, I have a Patreon page. It's called patreon.com forward slash Alexi. If you like this podcast and you want me to keep doing it, if all of you listening out there pledge $1, $1 or more, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're capable of uh, contributing, if you all pledge a dollar or whatever you're comfortable with, you become my patron saint. It means that you, it means I'm your little bitch and it means you are supporting something you care about and you're showing how much you want this podcast to continue. I book the show. I edit every episode. I record the intro. 
I, I take the time. I fret. I, 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 get, I get crazy. I care about this show so much. I obsess over it. I can't stop doing the show. I don't want to stop. But if I have to, I will. And that's where you guys come in. If you want to support this show and show your love and support and affection, become my patron, my patron saint of the arts, my patron saint of the Love Alexi podcast. And the way you do that is you go to patreon.com forward slash Alexi and you pledge whatever you're comfortable at, no matter how big or little the amount is. It's so fucking meaningful to me. It's so completely helpful when I have to buy hundreds of dollars worth of equipment and pay hundreds of dollars in order to keep, uh, it's too boring, but there are expenses and those are on me now because I'm going fucking independent. So support me if you'd like to. And if you do, oh, I'll notice, I'll notice and I'll love you forever. So listen, I said my whole spiel. I did all, I did what I needed to do. And now, uh, I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my romp of a conversation, uh, you girls are going to love it. Men, you're going to love it too. There's something in there for everybody, but it is uh, primarily female. How dare you? Anyway, enjoy my conversation with Bye Felipe, a.k.a. Alexandra Tweeden. Now entering Nerdist.com. Get on up here. Hello. We start recording the minute you come on in. Is it on? It's on, baby.
there's, there's one there's in... a, a there's like a, an actual la cologne what yeah why didn't you why are you waiting to tell me this oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's that place all about so it has it's cool like, tiling yeah it's like down the street from uh intelligentsia like it's on the other corner jesus fucking christ yeah i can't i gotta go in there and tell them how i feel it's nice <laughs> <laughs> I love this place. They should know how I feel about them. But I hope they don't have a weird attitude. Then I go in there and I'm like, get all disenchanted. And I'm like, fuck your <laughs> no, silver lake tood. <laughs> I think it's fine. Okay. They make you sit on like tree stumps though. They you know? do? <laughs> Are you serious? You know, it's one of those coffee shops. Oh my God. <laughs> What's wrong with chairs? <laughs> I like chairs. Um, God, where do we begin? Where, where are you coming from? Uh, I'm just coming from home. Just from home? Yeah. We want your exact address. We want to yeah. know where to find you. <laughs> I live in... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Silver Lake, though? Uh, None of my business. Franklin Village. Oh, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all you get, you weirdos and creeps out there. Stay away from her. Um, I like all your tattoos. Oh, thank you. Who did them? Um, this one is Tati Compton. That's cool. It's Stevie Nicks. Is that Stevie Nicks? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful and simple. And, like, where do you find this lady who tattooed you? Um, I found her on Instagram, but she does stick and pokes. Is that a stick it's and a poke? Stick and poke. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think I have to take a photo of this. I mean, yeah. I should do it she, after, but I'm doing it now. She works downtown at Saved. Oh, my God. I haven't. I usually never Instagram while I'm podcasting, <laughs> but I have to. I have to do this now. All right. Yeah, I love I love everything that she does. Oh my god! So who did this tattoo? Tell everybody what your name is because we're insta storying. Alexandra Tweeten, aka by Felipe. Oh my god! Look at this incredible. This is a stick and poke of Stevie Nicks. Yeah. By who? Tati Compton. Incredible! Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god! All right, I'm posting it. This is great, riveting podcast fodder. But I have <laughs> to. Um. All right. Yikes! Oh, good. I should do this more often. Yeah, I just love everything that she does, and uh, I knew knew that I wanted a tattoo from her. Yeah, and I kind of sent her a bunch of ideas. I was like, this or this or this or this, and I was like, or a portrait of Stevie Nicks, and she was like, that one. I want to do that one. Oh my! God. And I was like, okay. Is it really expensive? Um, I got it two years ago, and that was like before she moved here, so. I don't know how much she's charging now, but yeah. it's kind of, I think I've heard it's hard to get an appointment because she's is. very Cause popular. Because she's so good. Yeah. Because that's so lovely. I, I want to say feminine, but maybe that's the wrong mm-hmm. way to describe it. It's just like simple, lovely, it's, and just, I don't know. It's, I don't like when there's a lot of shit going on with tattoos and it's like yeah. really heavy or whatever. And this is just like, I can't even describe it, but whatever. <laughs> I like your tattoo. I have no tattoos. I have like scars. Yeah. Well, once you get one, then you're. It's kind of like, well, who cares? Really? <laughs> yeah. I wonder where I the start. first one is like important. Yeah. You're like you have to make it like perfect. Perfect. And then after that, you're like, well, whatever. What mm-hmm. is the good thing you walk through? Like, if we're all just gonna, if we're all just gonna mm-hmm. die, and we mm-hmm. want to experience things and have whatever, walk through curiosities and stuff, and I want to know what it's like to get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Why? What is it like to get a tattoo, and what? Were you, why did you get your first one? And then, like, what did it feel like? And, like, why is it good? Uh, it kind of, it hurts. Um, the first one I got was, is, like, on my back. And it was uh, in the middle of my back, not a tramp's tail. I don't, okay, <laughs> listen. You get your tattoo wherever you want. But, but noted. Um, yeah, I was, like, uh, 21 on spring break 
in Hawaii with my friends. And you're like, oh, I don't remember this forever. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my first one. Uh, it, it, the t- machine tattoos, I think, hurt a lot more than stick and pokes. Yeah. Um, it kind of feels just like someone's scraping your skin with like a razor blade. Oh my God. I, I didn't realize. I think I, I went on like one date with a guy a long time ago mm-hmm. and it was just way too codependent and intense too quickly. And I knew I didn't like him, but he wanted me to go meet up with him while he was getting a tattoo. And oh, I was such, weird. And I was such a people pleaser that I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll be there. And I was like, oh, I don't want to, every bit of my being was like, I don't want to visit him. Why am I doing this? I barely know him. Like I, I shouldn't have made out with him uh, as quickly as I did. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have just like felt so guilt trip. But when I we sat, were younger. When we, we were mistakes. young, we make these fucking <laughs> mistakes. And I, and I sat with him. I said, hello. He went at some like famous tattoo place. I don't remember the name, but he seemed to be in awe of this tattoo artist. And I just couldn't believe how much blood was popping up and they had to keep dampening the blood or something yeah. or mopping it off. Oh, gross. Yeah. Aristotle has all these cool tattoos. <laughs> just one, I mean. <laughs> Wait, show us your tattoo. I don't mean to exploit you. And that is the... Oh, cool. That's awesome. That is Battlestar Galactica. What is Star it? Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> We're bad. We're really bad nerds. We're such girls. Just kidding. <laughs> What is it though? It's the Millennium Falcon. It's Millennium the Millennium Falcon Falcon, Falcon from Star Wars. <laughs> Idiots. Okay. Um anyway, we'll tell everybody like okay, so and by the way, do you what you have a book out, right? Uh it's coming out. It's coming out um, when? In August. What's it called? It's called By Felipe. Yeah. Disasters in or Dick Picks. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Do over. Okay. Do over. You have a book coming out. Yeah. When does it come out? It's coming out in August. <laughs> um, and it's called Dick Picks uh, and Disasters in Modern Dating. Tell me everything. This is Dick Picks and Disasters in Modern Dating. Um, and I'm waiting for actually the proof to come back right now. Um, it should be coming in like today or this week, hopefully. Holy shit. So then I'll get to make some changes and then we get a couple more proofs back and then it goes to print um, in like a month, maybe. How did that all come to be? And how is it, what is it like writing a book? Was it difficult? Did you have to do a book proposal? Yes. It's it's the hardest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. So uh, I started by Felipe um, a few years ago and I... Um, I had a day job. I was working at Ticketmaster, like, on their website. Really? Mm-hmm. Keep going. And I was just doing it on the side. It was, like, an inside joke between me and a bunch of friends. And um, it kind of just blew up uh, when someone at the Atlantic magazine found it. Well, tell me exactly what it is. As if no, somebody who's never heard of it ever, we want every detail. <laughs> I'm taking my jacket off. Yeah. <laughs> So it, the inside joke was we would say, me and a bunch of friends online, we would say, like, bye, Felipe, when when it was really popular to say bye, Felicia, a few years ago on the internet. I say bye, Felicity. That's yeah. what I say because I'm very white and annoying. But anyway, whatever. Keep going. Well, don't agree with me so hardcore, okay? <laughs> but yeah, so you would say bye, Felicia? Yeah. yeah. I, well, cool. just like internet speak, it was like, you know, a meme at the time. Yeah. And I think, I mean, people still say it. It's like from the 90s, uh, from the movie Friday. But um, so we were like, we need a, a guy version. And so we said, by Felipe, because it, it just sounded similar, has the same amount of like syllables. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, someone posted this like 
thing, this uh, message that she had gotten on OkCupid. And um, the guy just sent her a message and she didn't respond. And then like 12 hours later, he was like, asshole. And yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious and just stupid. Um, and we all, were all laughing about it. And uh, a few days before that, I had gotten a message. And this guy had sent me um, this long email. Like, it, it looked like copy and pasted. Uh, and he sent sent it to me. I didn't respond, and he sent it to me like three times within like a month. <laughs> and it was like, I'm a lawyer, and I'm looking for someone to take out on the town, and blah blah blah, and oh, all this stuff. Oh no! And he didn't have his face in any of the pictures, <laughs> and it was just like Ew. <laughs> so creepy. Um, and it ended with like, would you like to chat? And uh, finally, after the third time, I was like, no. And then he was like, WGF, why would you even respond if you weren't interested? Like, and just like freaked out on me. And I was just like, yikes. (laughs) So it was really creepy because I was like, is this guy like a psychopath? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I posted that and then everyone and then all these other women were like, oh, my God, I get crazy messages all the time, too. And um, so I put them on Instagram and called it by Felipe because we were we just wanted to make fun of them together. You just started compiling all the like and word got out and yeah, people just started sending you all their horrible interactions. Yeah, it's crazy because I've been I've been talking about that like. Probably, you know, over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, being single, being on like whatever, Raya. And I'm only recently on Tinder because yeah. I was like, you know, have you seen Raya? Yeah, it's- I have not. I'm not on it. I tried to join it um, when it first came out with my, the Bye Felipe <laughs> Instagram. You did? I did. And they, they waitlisted me. <laughs> they're like, get they're out like, of here. You're they're like, um, you're probably going to screenshot everyone. <laughs> you know what? You get busted if you, if you screenshot. I know. I know. Oh my God, I screenshot all the time, though. I don't care. I get the warning and I go, what are they going to do? What's worse? They kick me off? Yeah. Fine. Fuck yeah. you. But, uh, but, but I noticed... So I noticed with uh, I was on, I went on one OKCupid date a long time ago. Wait, are you single mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Okay, I'm single too. We'll get to that all that later. But I'm, I'm all excited. <laughs> I'm all over the place. It's this. Uh, how did I just say? I am all over the place. Is what I meant. Um, <laughs> this is caffeine. Um, but I remember I would notice on Raya that like yeah, you somebody would message you, and then if I was off the app, and I log back on a week later, just because I was living my life. Yeah. You'd see these progressively nastier, gnarlier, angry, like the true colors of this man not being responded to would come out. And it was so terrifying to me. And also like a blessing because you're like, oh, cool. Like just me not being around yeah, uh, gives me insight into what a fucking rageaholic, weird, narcissist, sociopath, fuckhead you are. Yep. (laughs) It's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so common. It's like something... We were having this discussion when I first started it, like, with me and my friends. It's just, like, something that we just expect. Like, if, you know, like, as women, like, we're doing whatever and a guy hits on you and you're like, no, thanks. And then he's like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, you stupid cunt. Like, all these, like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, and it's really scary. Yeah, and I'll find myself being pulled. Maybe it's daddy issues. Maybe it's just whatever, the mm-hmm. culture. Like, like, I'll feel a sense of, like, I don't want him to get mad at me. I wonder if he's going to get mad at me or like, oh, he wrote to me. And even though I'm not, and I'm aware that he wrote to me and I do want to engage, but I've been busy. 
Yeah. I'm getting back to him now. I'm not sure. And then I'll just be, I'll have like this embedded fear in me because mm-hmm. of past experiences like that oh, on totally. dating apps. And then also just like being a woman and having a people pleaser tendency inside yeah. of me, just like that I'm like, oh, I, I know better than to have that, but yeah. I still have it. Well, being polite is is a defense mechanism because oh. it's like, we don't know what's going to happen if we we freak out on them first or if we are mean yeah. or whatever. You don't know what's going to happen. And then silence is is, is apparently mean or mm-hmm. yeah. it's just my silence is enough to like exactly wake, wake the beast or yeah. something so you can't it's like you can't win yeah if you don't say anything they freak out and if you do respond nicely and say no thanks then they freak out too so like yeah there's just no god <laughs> well, how does it make you feel about dating and where do you meet men and have you had long-term relationships? And we don't talk yeah. about any of this if you don't want to. But oh, yeah, totally. But, but how does this play into, like, your psyche of, like, men and, yeah, dating? Um, I mean, I've I've been on so many dates. You have been? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Tell me everything. And also, where do you meet them mainly? Because, like, I was going to ask you, like, there's, like, Tinder, Raya, Bumble, yeah. Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, like, Match.com. Maybe yeah. the, are there more that I don't know? about um, there's tons there's tons more <laughs> there's like the inner circle i yeah. just saw on like facebook before i deleted my facebook uh happen happen uh the league the league what the fuck uh, is the league whatever yeah there's just like so many and wh- um, which ones do you prefer and why um i have like a bunch and i i kind of am on on like all of them at the same time you are <laughs> well it's kind of i feel the need to like try out all of the new dating apps because like I just want to see what they are and like uh, I was doing research for the book um, but I, st- I first started uh, writing about online dating when I first moved to LA in 2010 oh wow um, I moved here for an internship at Ms. Magazine and um, I was 22 at the time and I went on Craigslist dates you did <laughs> yeah how did you end up there it was like it was kind of before okcupid like it or okcupid had just started yeah and the only online dating was like match oh yeah it was like a long time ago what's the what's the the jewish dating website uh, j swipe or j swipe well, j date oh, and that became j swipe mm-hmm. i'm right i just want to keep tabs on all these different j swipe how funny okay yeah. so so I was writing about online dating, and um, I like wrote some blog posts um, for Ms. about um, identifying as a feminist and dating. And I kind of just like put in the profile, like, "Oh, I'm a feminist," and that that was like a that was kind of like a, a buzz. Were like, "Oh, you are a man hater." Yeah, that was it. Was kind of a loaded word, like not eight that, years ago. Not that long ago. It's but not that long, long ago. but, but yeah. it was. But it was. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, and so then I wrote about the responses that men would send being i don't know just responding to feminism and um yeah so i had one article and it got picked up by jezebel and then um what was the article about um it was just about the troll about like trolly guys who like respond to like feminism in a terrible way yeah um and uh yeah so then uh, some after that came out, people were like, oh, you should try OkCupid. And so I went on OkCupid. And uh, I went on maybe like, I don't know, I met like maybe eight, eight to ten people. Wow. Uh, 
And then I ended up like in a relationship for like two and a half years. You did? <laughs> oh my God, that gives me hope. I just went on my first Tinder date in my entire life. Oh. Well, because I used to, I've been on lots of riot dates. Yeah. But there's been like two monthers. But like I went on Tinder. Mm hmm. And I was like, it's kind of a cesspool on there. It is. It's it really like, is. It's a bunch of shiny faces of potential murderers. Yeah. And women hating weirdos with like, and you read the thing and they're like, if you don't look like your picture, they better swipe oh less, God. you know, fatty. And I'm like, what? Get uh, out of here. Ah! Like, just like so disgusting, these people. Yeah. You know, not like I think I'm perfect, but it's just like I, these men, it's like, it's just really odd faces I've never seen before, which is fine. But yeah. it's, I think crazy actually also. But anyway. There's just so <laughs> many people on there. So you have to wade through just like a lot. So I waded through a lot and I'm telling my friend and they have this feature where you can send um, you can ref send your friends recommend friends. You, mm -hmm. you yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. It makes it like a party because it yeah. makes you feel less alone. It's like, oh, this would be perfect for, for my friend. For my friend. And then all of a sudden you're like, come on, girlfriend. Like, you know, come on. Mm -hmm. come. I'll tell my girlfriend to get on there and then yeah. I feel less alone and, and uh, less vulnerable or something for in it together and we're like showing each other like trading cards. It's so fun. Yeah. But I waited, 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 waited through the cesspool of bullshit. Yeah. And I found like one guy that I was like, I am excited about meeting this person because mm -hmm. if I'm on here and I'm all right, this guy could be all right too. And I went on my, I went, I've been on two dates with him. And yeah, he's lovely. I don't know where That's I'm going. Good. I'm just very excited That's about good. it. It's just me being pro Tinder for the first yeah. time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I am like, I liked online dating. Uh, yeah. I like Tinder. I like Bumble. Uh, happen. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I really, I think online dating is great because. I've met so many people that I never would have met in real life. Yeah. I always wondered if that was a bad thing because they're not part of your inner circle. But then mm -hmm. it's like. They end up being part. Like now, now I meet people online and then I realize how many friends I have in common with them. Oh, really? And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think uh, I've just like been on so many dates now. Like I can't really, I can't go anywhere without running into someone that I'm like. Oh, that you went on a date with? Yeah. Really? Oh, wait, so you went on... You I've said, been <laughs> dating my way around. Oh, my God. East wait, LA. I love it. Wait, so you went on like eight to ten Tinder dates, right? Is that what yeah, you said? Or yeah, and then I was in a relationship for two and a half years. Um, and then we broke up. And then when we broke up, it was like when right when Tinder was like taking off. What did your boyfriend... Oh, so you hadn't started by Felipe yet, right? No. What were you doing? Were you writing? I was, yeah, I was writing and, and just like working at my day job. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So Tinder pops so up. So Tinder w became a thing. And then um, I went on like, oh, yeah, the first few um, dudes that I, I matched with and like talked to on Tinder, they ended up like wanting to like, I, th I feel like Tinder has been like with guys, they all think it's just like a hookup app. Do they? Well, well, they used to. Yeah. Um. So, I think we had we're on like different wavelengths sometimes. Like guys are like, this is for hookups only. Yeah. And then a lot of girls. That's why they always put in their profile like no hookups or yeah. whatever. Oh god, I didn't put that in my profile. My, yeah. Mine's no, like it's so host. it's so cliche now because everyone everyone uses Tinder now for like different things. Yeah. But I guess I guess they kind of had a branding where everyone thought it was like for hookups, but. Three guys in a row, like, wanted to, like, masturbate in front of me. Louis C.K.? <laughs> like, like via Skype. Like, via Skype. Like, really? Like, they would be like, hey, want to FaceTime? And I would be like, okay, sure. Like, just thinking it was going to be like, let's FaceTime, you know, and, like. Prior to the date. Prior to the date. God damn it. And then they were like, oh, can I? 
show you my dick. <laughs> and did they do it? <laughs> yeah. They did? Yeah. What, what did you say in a situation like just, this? I was just like, uh, I guess if you wanna. Like, no, uh, you did? I, I was, yeah, I was, I was like doing it for science. You're doing, you're like <laughs> Carrie Bradshawing. I was out just there. like, I was, but like, I was not into it. I was just like, ew. Yeah. You're just like, and I was just like, why? <laughs> I can imagine that. Oh, wait. So it's like, for you, a fan of, oh, so you know Kid Bell also, or like yeah, Whitney. Whitney. So Whitney, and then were you a fan, fan of uh, Carly Slut Ever? Uh, I don't or, know her. Oh, from Vice? Oh, yes, she yes, writes yes. Breathless, yes. a column called Breathless. So I just yeah, feel like. So yeah. So good. Um, I'm just going off on like women who, because I even feel like when I had a blog called I'm Boy Crazy, like I would just be kind of fascinated with like human behavior. And yeah. I, and I could, Same thing. I was yeah. just like, what is going on here? And you're kind of like, you know, I'd put myself in situations where I'd be like, wow, is this really happening? Yeah. And I'd be like, I dissociate and like float yeah. out of my body yeah. and be like, wow, yeah. like this, I guess this is normal or okay. If this yeah. person feels like it's okay. And then later after like, quote unquote self-care growing yeah. up or getting yeah. older I'm like oh my god this is not what I want for my life and it's not okay no. like, Jesus I know yeah. I just I think about like uh, I was just I was young I'm so glad we're alive <laughs> yeah um, I know so that but then the Craigslist dating yeah what? actually on Craig I met some like nice guys on Craigslist they were not creepy and weird because I was they didn't have we didn't have apps then yeah oh did you do chat roulette ever just for uh, fun, yeah. I would like with a friend, like I would with always, friends. We would always just like whatever. I would always see guys with their like dicks out. Par for the course, yeah. Oh, the guys with their dicks yeah. out, yeah. You know that's what you're you're headed towards, yeah, for sure. But uh, <laughs> but what category under Craigslist? It, they have like a dating. Oh, they do. Yeah, like Jesus. like you write like a date, like like in the newspaper, sort of. Oh, how funny! Yeah, it was not like casual encounters, like yeah. not like the misconnections. I yeah. love. Yeah, I'm always searching for me on misconnections, <laughs> and then I'll say that on the podcast. Somebody will write it uh, on yeah. the thing, and then I'm like, oh, that doesn't count. Yeah, well, it's like me begging for a misconnection. I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. But uh, <laughs> am I <laughs> okay? Wait, so. I don't want to skip a beat. What am I missing? Yeah. We're all over the place. But uh. yeah, so then I started. So then I got on Tinder and had all these weird things, and I was writing about it. Um, all on Miz or mm-hmm. where? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And then, um, yeah, I guess a little while later, after I'd been on, like, you know, I, maybe a year after I broke up, my boyfriend and I broke up, um, I was like on all of the dating apps and like. Wait, you were on Tinder while you were with the boyfriend? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. After. Okay. After. Um, so I, you know, when you get out of a relationship and then you like, <laughs> you like go crazy. Yes. I'm totally, my whole face, you guys can't see this like lit up. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was that. Um, and then, yeah, I was in the, I'm in this like online group, like Facebook group with like all these women in LA. Now? hmm Okay. And well. For a power bar. Pardon me. I'm not like, not into, here we oh, go. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and, um. Yeah, so then we had this discussion about, like, crazy messages that we all get. And um, that's about, yeah, then I started by Felipe, and uh, it blew up. (laughs) My power bar, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. Um, (laughs) Well, okay, so... So you you got out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You're going on all these Tinder dates. Mm-hmm. Was there something about Tinder that was much more exciting? Was it more immediate than like an OkCupid or a Match or not that you're even, you're even on Match.com, but was it more fun because it was an app and it more like... Yeah, it was just like the new thing yeah. and everyone was doing it. Like it was kind of like just just blowing up. Like You were never shy about going on there? Because I remember being like so mm-hmm. shy and terrified being like, I feel like like 
everybody will know. Or it's like so exp- – it was so scary to me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It took me so long to get on an app. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people are very self-conscious about online dating because they're like – someone's gonna see me on there and i've always been like who cares like everyone's on it you're so right if some if other people are on it then like we're both on it yeah like who cares you're so right (laughs) that's so true um well so have you been in a relationship since that last relationship you talked about uh not a relationship where we were like we're boyfriend and girlfriend yeah like since then that's that was like i don't know five or six years ago that I broke up. Yeah. Um, no, I've dated people like, you know, a couple months or like three or four months. But it's never been the like, we've never said like, oh, we're like boyfriend, boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. It's it's just been like, oh, we're seeing each other. You know, that, that sort of like weird. And do you, are you old school? Do you like, because I, oh, wait. <laughs> I haven't had this open or I'll, I'll pass. I had too much caffeine. Okay. Um. Like, because I have this thing where, and I'll talk about the, I'll talk about this with other women who like write about love and dating mm-hmm. and sex and relationships and you know all this in the culture. But, but I'm tradition. I'm also like old school traditional, yeah. which confuses people. And I know that like, even when I had my blog, it made dating bizarre. Like I started that when I had a boyfriend, mm. and I would write about how I felt about myself and love and the size of my thighs and mm-hmm. sex and men. And I would I would pretend to write about my boyfriend at the time as if he, he was like a new person I met like it was like a date or something like I would just reframe it so it seemed like I was single out in the world but I was talking about my relationship. But I after I got out of that and I was single in the world, people were so scared that I wrote about oh yeah dating so people I'm likening it to you yeah what is it like when you meet a new person like you say on Raya. Like you're waitlisted because because you you know it's probably daunting to them to mm-hmm. let somebody on the site who has this, like this huge following on social media yeah. where she outs dickheads on dating apps. Yeah, what is it like when you meet a guy and you tell him what you do and you have a book like you're so accomplished, but it's so specific. It must be a tiny bit. Yeah, I think intimidating. I think um, recently, guys, especially like since I've been writing my book because I quit my day job in August. To like write the book, the day job at Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Congratulations. Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah. So it's like the last six months have been like really intense. <laughs> Why? Uh, just, just like like have like being that that have being my job now is like doing this and by Felipe because it's always just been like a side project for yeah. me that it was like oh uh, whatever like you know yeah. it's on the side and then now it's like. Oh, I'm actually writing a book about dating and, <laughs> and like and do you have online to, dating. And you have to like have good time management too, right? You have to yeah. wake up a certain you're, – you're in charge of your – it's not nine to five. Yeah. It's hard for me. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like – we'll talk about that too. But but go on. So now – so in the last six months going back to dating. Yeah. So dating uh, – I've been on I've been on some dates with peop- with guys and uh, sometimes they know who I am before if they like Google me or something or – I think I have on my on all my profiles like that I'm that's as my job like by Felipe is <laughs> my job. Yeah. Um but sometimes guys like don't care and they just don't, you know, like they're like what is that? So then we talk about it on the date and then they're like, "Oh, okay." And then they're always like, "Uh, are you going to write about me?" <laughs> don't you hate that? And they're like, "Uh, are you recording this right now?" Totally. <laughs> that would happen to me. And even now like like Guys will be like, should I listen to your podcast to know more about you? Yeah. <clears throat> Even though my podcasts are like 
tangential conversations with people and it's not just about sex, dating, love, whatever. But I almost like don't want people to look into what I do. I just want to meet somebody now and just be like this. Let's just see how we are in real life. Yeah. I don't even care. I used to be really like ego. You have to know everything I've ever made and watch everything and watch it. I used to be like, if you can't accept Mm -hmm. that, you don't know who I am. (laughs) And I'm like. I just want to feel cozy with someone. Yeah, I just same. want to be loved. Same. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, just like so tired. <laughs> I'm like, so tired. Are you he's tired? Like so tired. No wonder we drink so much caffeine. Uh, We're yeah. exhausted. I'm tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I don't want to. I don't want any more one night stay. I'm not in no. it for the stories anymore. Yeah. I don't give a. I want calm. Yep. I want peace. Yep. I want a good guy. Yeah. I don't need a fucking narcissist, egomaniac, famous, no. exciting guy who scares me, makes me feel less than because yeah. but I think that's what I need. Yeah. Which is what I used to think I need. That was my twenties. Yeah. And I just turned thirty. Yeah. In August also. You look twenty six and a half. <laughs> Thank that's what you. I think. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, same. I yeah. I did all that stuff. I did so much dating. I probably went on like more than two hundred dates. Yeah. Like in my twenties, like so many. I dated so many fuckboys. Yeah. Now I know all of the red flags. That's what I'm writing about in my book. Oh, you are? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What are all the components of your book? So it's going to be like a funny guide to dealing with online harassment and also just like online dating in general. Yeah. Um, But so like the first chapter is like the 10 types of assholes that you meet online. Tell me. (laughs) Who are they? I don't want I hope I'm not with one right now. Uh, Well, it's just like the the ones that are on by Felipe is like... Yeah. The the ones that I, the first chapter is talking about. It's like, oh, and, you know. And also, like, the guys who go on the date with you who are like, are you going to write about this? It's like mm-hmm. the answer is don't be an asshole. And don't, don't, send me a, don't send me a dick pic. Don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. It's so weird. And that, I won't. Don't give me a reason to. Yeah. And you don't have to worry. Exactly. Which is like <laughs> when men are like talking about how, oh, you know, with all the stuff about Harvey Weinstein and the culture mm-hmm. and all the like me too and the all the stuff coming out. It's going to make it. Uh, so love and romance can't exist anymore and it's like no, no. it's not it's just like don't sexually harass women and yeah. don't rape women it's really simple and it's just gonna it's gonna hopefully end like sexual assault or mm-hmm. as you know as much as there has been yeah. um but romance and love is totally still a possibility okay mm-hmm. just be thoughtful and treat women like human beings and like you know you'd hope someone would treat your sister or your mother anyway mm-hmm. but uh okay so the 10 10 types of guys yeah 10 types of of assholes that you meet online so it's like it's like the guy that goes crazy on you like the psychopath and it's like uh the trump supporter (laughs) you know (laughs) is that the same guy yeah i mean they're all sort of like it's just funny it's just like they're all sort of forms of the same uh male aggression (laughs) um and then the second chapter is like red flags to look for and for it's for like someone who hasn't really done online dating before. And then um, the third chapter is called Why Are Men? <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> um, I like did a lot of research into like, um, like, why, why do guys do that? Like, why do they freak out when they're rejected? And um, I did a lot. Of, I like looked into pickup artists and MRAs, uh, male, men's rights activists, uh. and um, all of these like dark online places on like Reddit and like the Red Pill. And um, there's <laughs> there's a group called Incels, involuntary celibate, and like no, ex- please explain that to uh. my audience because they. I only recently learned about this, and I watched mm-hmm. a documentary about it about Pua's pickup artists yep, yep, and yep. incel. 
Mm-hmm. Please elaborate on this because it's so dark and I want my listeners to know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really it's really sad. Um, they call themselves incels, involuntarily celibate because they believe that they're so ugly and and just like they have no redeeming qualities that no one will ever love them. They have like really terrible and they kind of the thing with the internet right now is like all of these people who normally wouldn't they would just, you know, be by themselves, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like in their own town, but like now they can all find each other and like, Congregate. and then they, it's like a group think situation and they all egg each other on and they're all like, you know, so in despair. Yeah. And hating I, women. I honestly feel really bad for them. Um, doing a lot, doing a lot of the research for the book, I felt, um, I actually have like a lot of empathy for a lot of these guys because they've just been treated horribly and like their defense mechanism is to just like, you know, be even worse. Did you watch The Mask We Live In? No. It's a documentary about how men, uh, uh, I'm going to paraphrase horribly, but like, you know, it's just how the culture raises men to, you know, not cry, exactly. be strong, to yes. get angry. And like, mm-hmm. and and even going to the, and I want to talk about this later, but talking about the Aziz Ansari situation, yep. Yep. I think now maybe I'm on the wrong side of whatever. Uh, but what I, what I feel about that is it's more, it's like a, it's an embarrassing thing for him, an yeah. embarrassing story. Yeah. But what it's wonderful is mm-hmm. finally, because everything's been blowing up, blowing oh, up, yeah. blowing, and finally, and then we have the story of where we can discuss nuance and yep. what it represents is how yep. women are conditioned in the culture and how yep. men are conditioned. Push, 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 keep it, you know, yep. women are like, uh, like murky on their feelings or people pleasers or, or just like, yeah, don't speak up for themselves. We, we don't speak up for ourselves because we're afraid of like what's going to happen and we're, it's just like, that's how it, we are. And, um... I think it a lot of it comes down to like physical strength because like we're always like thinking about like what am I going to wear today? Is this sh- skirt too short? If I wear it outside, like is someone going to catcall me? Whatever. Yeah. And um, no, it, it really. I think the answer the answer to all these questions is toxic masculinity. And tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is how the culture conditions us and how. Um, we both, men and women, have to conform to these very specific um, cookie-cutter gender roles. And if you go outside of those, you are punished by both men and women. Uh, we're all policing gender all the time. We are. Oh, God. It goes comes down to, like, who pays for dinner on a date also. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. All we're right. We're all policing gender. And, um, yeah, so I think really... Uh, women have been able to, you know, do m- masculine things recently. You know, feminism. We're, we're all like, women can be bosses. We can do anything. We can, you know, yeah. break out of the feminine gender roles. But men have not had that really. They're just starting to be able to break out of their gender roles. Like, they ha- aren't really. Like, guys who do, like, feminine things or who like feminine things are still just like completely made fun of and like you know oh that's you know gay or whatever you know uh you're not a real man if you like i don't know 
ballet or whatever. Yeah. And I think a lot of um, the reason that men get so aggressive is like they're they're frustrated with having to conform to these ridiculous gender roles and and the society that says like in order to be a man you have to be strong you can never cry you can never show emotions you gotta make a lot of money you gotta yep. like be the rock yeah you've got to provide you've got to be super successful to you know appear i don't know virile to mm-hmm. or be enticing i don't know what else there yeah. is what is there more it's not enough but there's yeah. probably more right? there's so yeah. many there's just so many examples oh, of God. it and, and yet i still want the man to woo me and pay for every meal <laughs> it's not my problem what's wrong with me i don't know i mean and i find myself too like sometimes <laughs> still just like like still going along with the gender roles at, just because it's like easier it's like ugh now we're just all over the place. There's I, never, I, I don't know what to do here. I know. And it's like, <laughs> guys still like to do that, though. I, so, they do? I don't, they, That's what I talked about with my last guest. I don't know. Do they? Some do. Do they? Or they? are they like, if I were a man, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Or like, or... Or maybe I would want to be like, if I made a lot of money, I'd be like, yeah. or I'd be like, this makes me feel sexy and in control. And mm-hmm. when, we, when we zoom out, a woman's going to, I don't know. We they we laid up for nine months making the baby, not being paid equally. It's the yeah. least he can do. We pay for our nails, our skin, exactly. our hair, all these which yeah. is all playing into the gender things anyway, but it's like but at the same time I want equal rights, but then I also know men and women are not the same. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. We want to be yeah. paid equally, treated kindly, gracefully, mm-hmm. with respect, but we are different. Yeah. And I do like to be made feel smaller. I want the guy to be taller. I want to be thrown into bed. I want the guy to take <laughs> control. Are these and you have, to, you have to think about like, do you like that because you actually do, or because the because How dare our society you? Gonna... <laughs> because our society tells you? I don't know. That's what I'm going to look at right now. Let's all yeah. look at that right now. I mean, like I I used to think like, oh, I could never date anyone shorter than me. Well, I've and, dated and I have. Yeah, and now I'm like, who cares? Yeah, I dated only shorter than me, and then I actually was like, when I like really like meditated on it, and I was like, what do I want? I'm like, what am I attracted to? Like, mm-hmm. like sometimes you're just attracted to like whatever you're attracted to, I was like, I want somebody taller than me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that is my truth. <laughs> <laughs> like rolling my eyes so hard right now. But, but uh, yeah, because that's just like sexier to me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I did reflect on it and that's all that matters. I took the time to look <laughs> at myself. But uh, I don't know. And then I, I fall into the same traps where I'm like, I don't want a guy, especially now, it's so bizarre. I, you know, only like seven months ago or eight months mm-hmm. ago, I was having a conversation with a girlfriend and, and being like, Ugh, don't you hate it when a guy is like, can I kiss you? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, he better ask yeah. you to kiss me. <laughs> yeah. Because he, we've all been kissed so many like times when you're like, ooh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Another, yeah. I was just talking about that where a girlfriend and I were just saying how, how many times have you kissed a guy when you didn't want to, but it was just uh-huh. easier yeah. and you didn't want to just go, yeah. you know what? No. And these yeah. are guys who did ask. Yeah. It's such a delicate dance I though. Know. But yeah, the Aziz Ansari thing, um, it just illustrates something that every woman has been through in their early twenties, like especially young women, like every woman that you know has been in a situation like that. Yeah. Like, it's just so common. And I saw so many men getting really, att- feeling really attacked. <laughs> yeah. Even like really great guys who like don't do that. But they're all like, wait, do I do that? <laughs> I do think it's so important that I'm, t- I, uh, 
that men are looking at themselves now. Yeah. And they're like, well, part of it is like they're terrified that some story about their something they did is going to come out or like, you know, oh, I made out with that girl at the party or mm-hmm. was I too aggressive or was yeah. I drunk and she didn't want to. And I didn't know yeah. and I misread the thing. And mm-hmm. well, maybe hopefully they think twice next time. Yeah. <laughs> about like. Do we both really want this, you know? Yeah. Being very intentional. Do you get into bed with a girl after she's been drinking? Even Mm -hmm. if she says it's okay, it's like, maybe not. Maybe don't do that, you know? like (laughs) Maybe like make extra sure and like triple check. Triple check or just Mm -hmm. avoid that situation in general because I don't know. And we just both crash from our coffee. coffee. But uh, (laughs) do you want any of this power bar? Yes. You do? Yeah. Oh my God, get in there, please. (laughs) Holy shit. I was like... I'm kind of hungry. Wait, yeah, my oh. God. You can take the rest oh. of it, too. Oh, no, that's okay. You know, Just here we go. It looks so gross, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dusty. It's uh, uh, another another thing from the patriarchy. Think thin. Okay. Uh, I know. <laughs> I just bought the box at Trader Joe's, and they just taste so dusty. <laughs> Don't you think? Mm, dusty power <laughs> bars. Delicious. <laughs> <sighs> think thin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got all my accoutrements so I mm-hmm. to, you know, stay lubed up with my chapstick, mm-hmm. my nose inhaler, my Listerine mint strips. Pull out. We'll chew in our power bar. Do you, do you remember when we first, the first time we met? I was wasted, like, flashing my boobs. Yes. <laughs> I think I was, too. Like, it was at Penelope Gazin's birthday party. Hell, yeah. Tell at, everybody. At Tenants of the Trees. <laughs> <laughs> I think a bunch of our other friends got roofied that night, which I didn't know. Until Are you serious? Na- until later. Yeah. God, I think I just want to say I was roofied. That I wasn't. I was no, not. We I was not. I was not. <laughs> I got wasted on my own. And yeah. I remember just being at the table being we were, like, woo, Penelope's birthday, right? Penelope's birthday. And then after, it was you and me and Penelope and Wit Thomas. We went to a house in Laurel Canyon. Yep. I proceeded to take off pretty much yeah. all, all my clothes. Everybody else was in ecstasy. I was just wasted. Uh, I I was yeah I was just wasted. <laughs> you were just wasted too. Yeah, boring. I, but I just we're remember so boring. like being topless in the pool. Were you topless too? I, I can't remember. But I was. Wit, Wit reminded me. He was like, "Hey, this was like a few months ago." He was like, "Hey, remember when we went to that party in the hills and everyone was like topless in the pool?" Was <laughs> and he was like, like us. <laughs> he yeah. was like, "Those dudes are uh, coming. Their movies out." Oh, I don't want to say what the movie yeah, was yeah. because I had sex with one of those oh, men, okay. and mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I remember I was like, I didn't have to do that, but I ended up <laughs> writing about it, like just like uh, whatever, like uh, for a project or something. But uh, oh, god! Yeah. And then and then I was like, well, now I got to go see that movie because they've seen my boobs. Apparently, they've seen your boobs. They didn't <laughs> film it though, did they? I don't think so. Anyway, what a life we lead <laughs> And those Hollywood nights, yes. <laughs> those Hollywood hills. Okay, sorry. <laughs> nights like that and I've had like too many nights like mm-hmm. that over the course of however like you can cut this story out if it's no, too real no not at all we're leaving this in we're eating our dusty think thin power bar reflecting on topless Hollywood nights with, with movie makers baby yeah. <laughs> these are all like these are, this is, these are like the nights of like Jack Nicholson and Angelica Houston vibe yep. except yep. like more sleazy uh, maybe anytime anyone asked me to go to a party in the hills I'm always like yes yes <laughs> nights like that anymore no I'm we're done, done. we're, we're done, done. With it. we did it we've experienced it 
And now <laughs> we're over it. <laughs> we are over it. I'm tired. Oh, God. I really hope this is not the first podcast that the guy I've been on two dates with decides to listen to. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I think it's lovely yeah. and entertaining. I just started um, I, I just started a podcast. I know. Tell me the name of it. I saw um, that. It's called V Single. Uh, me. V Single? Like very yeah, very single? single. Where can we v find single. it? iTunes? Uh, it, we have not released it yet because we just recorded the first episode two days ago. Yes, I'll be on it. Okay. <laughs> yes. You have to twist oh, my arm. Absolutely. Jesus. Oh, my God. Do you love podcasting so far? Yeah. I mean, I had a By Felipe podcast uh, a, a couple years ago. But why did that end? Um, I had it um, with my roommate, Eileen. And we kind of just got really busy. And like, d- she was the one that was like editing and doing all the all this stuff. Yeah. And um, I don't know. She's just been like working really hard at her job. And we've just been, I don't know. What'd you record- on time. What'd you record it on? Do you have like a Zoom? Um, or- we had, uh, I'm, my friend Steve Hernandez is, was helping us record it. Okay. So he's going to kind of help us out. Shout out to Steve Hernandez. Yeah. Sounds like a great guy. Yep. He's a comedian. He has a, a couple of podcasts too. Do you know Steve Hernandez? Aristotle? He does Reality Bites. What? Um, this is podcast. I want to go on all these podcasts. Yeah, and he has one um, about watching movies at the Vista. Oh, views from the Vista. He was just Aristotle was just talking about the Vista. Um, I'm doing this like Lacey Phillips workshop. Have you heard of her? Uh, sounds familiar. She has an Instagram called Free and Native, and then she also and like I know Penelope is into it, and like my friend Angela is into it, and she has like uh, all these online workshops. She was a guest on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Then she has all these like online workshops and involve like hypnotherapy. And I thought, I'll try this out. Yeah, right. This is not going to work. <laughs> I have done all the workshops, did the online hypnotherapy, was weeping immediately, old memories flashing back, doing all this internal work. There's one for partnership. And I did that one. And that one breaks it down. Basically, it's like everything you probably shouldn't do if you're looking for like a solid, healthy, loving mm-hmm. partnership where you're in your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing everything wrong. I was doing the opposite of that. Anyway, I'm probably also. You think so now? Even <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I think I'm getting a lot better. Well, she says, "Don't have sex for six weeks." Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I've been like, reading a bunch of books like this too. That they really? all. That's all the advice. What books? Um, there's one called "It's Just a Fucking Date." What does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, it's like, well, people are just like, you know, hanging out and being casual and stuff. And this is what kind of like what I did my entire 20s. It was not demanding that we like went on dates and like did like, like make the man, you know, pay work for it <laughs> or you- just like wait a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. Wait, what, are the other, what are the other books? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well. What are the other ones? Um, I was reading, well, the attachment book. What's that book? Attached. Attached. It's about attachment styles. Um, There's there's different ones, like if you're uh, anxious and secure or uh, what's the other one? (laughs) It's really interesting and explains a lot about the types of people. Like, are you the type of person that when someone gets close to you, you run away? Or are you more the type of person that is the one, like, really needing attention all the time? I've looked into that, and I think I have an anxious, like, I think I think, mm-hmm. I, think I have, like, a fear of, of abandonment. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm also, like... Fearful anxious is a type. But I'm also, like, always, like, uh, like, I've always been the type of girl who's, like, 
oh, I have to leave. I can't sleep over. But not because I didn't want to, but mm-hmm. because I have this belief that like men hate women and they want me yeah. gone. Yeah. And then <laughs> I started like learning like as I got older, barely like, well, if he's going to have sex with me, he's going to have to deal with me spending the night because I'm a human yeah. being. Yeah. <laughs> but really it was also like I was too self-conscious to sleep over because I didn't want anything embarrassing to happen yeah. while I was sleeping. Yeah. Um, you don't want to like fart on him. I mean, I would never say that, but it's exa- <laughs> that's exactly the fear. <laughs> I really hope nobody I'm trying to woo. <laughs> I hope nobody I want to have sex with is listening right now. Actually, I hope they are. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself now. <laughs> and, um, oh, but yeah, so I'm always like one foot out the door because yeah. I know the secret that men hate women. And they like a chase. And they like, like a chase. I don't even know when I, but yeah, always fear of abandonment and having to play this role of this mm-hmm. thing as opposed to just... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's so that book, Attachment mm-hmm. Theory. Attached, mm-hmm. go on. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones that I was reading. And it's just a fucking date means we're not hanging out. It's not this murky thing. Yeah. It's a it's date. It's a date. Okay. Just ask me on a date. It's okay. not a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like guys get surprisingly scared when they're like, whoa, this is a date. Yeah. They're like, I don't know if I want to take you on a date. I just want to like hang out and see if you're cool first. Yeah. Again, but then is this all gender role stuff? Mm-hmm. It but, kind of is. But you know what? Good. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm like, I'm taking us all back like, a, you know, 10, 10 years like in the back, in the back. But yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about here. I'm uh I don't regressing. know what it is about it. But if you kind of like, if you go outside of it, I, it works sometimes. But a lot of the times there's just this structure that people need to follow. I think, apparently. It's, a, I think it's a human self-respect yeah. thing. It's like. We're people. We are getting yeah. to know. It is a formality. Mm-hmm. We are not just in our sweatpants yet watching yeah. movies. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. I don't don't pick your fucking nose in front of me. Yeah. Don't get glazed over in text in front of me like I'm not yeah. there. Don't leave the bathroom door open or even talk yeah. about bathroom stuff in front of me when we're like we are. Let's have some mutual respect here. Exactly. And have some romance. Mm-hmm. Let's build up to it slowly. Build up to it slowly. So yeah, so the, oh, keep keep telling me yeah. those are the books, and I'll, then I'll tell you about Free and Native. Um, I can't think of any more. Codependent No More is one that I read. Mm. This is going to be a veritable who's who, whatever <laughs> relationship books. <laughs> relationship books that people, you know, you better be writing this down, people. Mm-hmm. Um, Codependent No More. Oh, another one that I'm reading now. How to Get the Love You Want, mm. which I think is brilliant. I don't know. I'm reading that. Um, the books that you just suggested. I don't know what else there is. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's probably more than I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. But I've I just have had like these stacks of books around me. Yeah. Um while I've been writing my book and kind of like taking inspiration and That's so great. Um oh, the other one was um uh, you are a fucking badass. I read yes. that too. I was just thinking that because, and then, yeah, one of my other girlfriends told me yes. to read that. Yeah. Well, I got that one because I realized, um, so that's the publisher that my book is coming out on running press. That's great. And it's my, my editor, Jennifer Cassius. She oh. edited that as well. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, God. So, <laughs> so did you like that book? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, me too. I, I should brush up on that. I should read that, and I've got to finish. Yeah, you have like you want. reread it. I just keep rereading like the advice. I even got Bethany Frankel's book, and I listen to all <laughs> these books on audio. I don't know. I love her. I don't know. Do you think it's a it's a bad move if I try to be a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills? Because like <laughs> I, I saw a casting notice. Somebody DM me on Instagram, and I was like, "This is this is it. This is my calling." Because <laughs> I love that show. 
Yeah, I don't know what the what the requirements are. I think it's like mansion, husband, and baby, yeah. of which I have yeah. none. And I always wear kids, and I think mm-hmm. I would just feel like some kind of dirty like street kid mm-hmm. out of a gutter or something. Like, I don't, I can't even see another character dressed the way yeah. I'm dressed right now. I mean, now. they they should have Real Housewives of Silver Lake. Yeah, like, <laughs> Real Housewives of Silver Lake. We would we'd we nail could that. Yeah, <laughs> look at our haircuts. We're perfect for that show. I actually know some other women that could fill that out too. Oh, totally. Um. Well, Lacey Phillips on freeandnative.com in the partnership workshop, which just became available on February 14th, I did it. And it just like, you have to do your cliche manifestation list mm-hmm. of all the things you want in a man. And don't be afraid to say like, I don't want this. Or, I, you know, you, you can say like the negatives mm-hmm. that you don't want. Like, I don't want him to be a smoker. I don't want him mm-hmm. to be an addict. Like, and then you write a list. This is something I'd never done of all the things you bring to the table, which yeah. is kind of cool to be it's like. It's important. And, and it makes you go, oh, wow, I had no, it makes you kind of like yourself more because you're mm-hmm. like, I had no idea. I'm usually so busy, like, diminishing myself or being mean to mm-hmm. myself. And you're like, fuck, I do bring a lot to the table. Yeah. What the fuck you're is like, this I'm bonehead bring? I'm a fucking catch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fucking catch. And I deserve what I want for myself. Yeah. And then you go through all the guys you've dated. Yep. And what they all have in common. Yes. That is in this, it's just a fucking date book. There there was advice and it was like, write down every single person that you've dated, why you started dating, why you broke up and uh, why it didn't work out or whatever. And you will see a pattern. It's a pattern. And I oh I God. did it and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, I don't know what your pattern was. And you don't have to tell me if you don't mm-hmm. want to, but mine, I'll, I'll, I'll jump us off on this. But mm-hmm. uh, my pattern was, is, was... All addicts, mm. narcissists, outsiders, guys who live in other cities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's my way of like feeling like I'm so used to abandonment. I'm going to yeah. date a guy who doesn't even live in the same city yeah. as me. That just makes it easy. So I can live in that comfor- comfortable zone yeah. where guys who travel all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Addict, codependent, narcissist. I don't know. Yeah, mine was like um, jumping into things before I even really knew the person. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like just jumping into it because oh, this is working out and we're seeing each other all the time. So like, guess we're in a relationship now. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm so used to having. And it was like, how soon did you have sex with, the, yeah. with every guy? And I was mm-hmm. like, first date, second yep. date, first yep. date, second date. Yep. And I'm Same. like, I'm an empowered woman. I love sex. Who the yeah. fuck is the who cares? patriarch going to tell me who I am about sex or yeah. whatever? And I'm like, what? But I'm letting somebody into my body. Yeah. So the Lacey Phillips thing says two dates a week, six weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's like 12 dates. Mm-hmm. And then you have sex. Yeah. So I'm like, with, before you even got here with Aristotle, I was yeah. like, Aristotle, how can I break down? What other things? Are, okay, I can go to the museum. We can go on yeah. a hike. We can go to dinner. We can have coffee. There are so many things yeah. that you can do. To get to know a person. Yeah. I've had entire whirlwind relationships that that begin and end within mm-hmm. six weeks. Yeah. And had I waited six weeks to have yeah. sex with them, I would not have had sex with them. Yeah. And I would have avoided some fucking freaky, ugly dork. Yeah. Whoever they may be, a lot of them. I recently, I think recently I've just had this string of guys who have very low self-esteem. And that is a huge problem yeah. that I've been experiencing with guys is like they hate themselves. They hate themselves. Yeah. But then people are a mirror for us. Mm-hmm. And I have... I didn't realize how low my self-worth was. And her whole thing mm-hmm. is like, I know I use my hands a lot. I can see you looking at me. I'm like, yes, I use my hands a lot. <laughs> but uh, Lacey's whole thing is like, 
you have to raise, you have to do the internal work to look at your shadow yeah. self, look at your childhood shit that from yeah. zero, zero to 14 years old and all the shit that happened. Yeah. And you have to raise your self-worth so it matches what you're trying to call yeah. into your life. Because we're always trying to manifest what's greater than us. And it, yeah. But if you like, and it's all subconscious too, so if you don't even know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you like logically or consciously, you're like, I'm doing great. Everything's fine. I like myself. And yeah. I'm like, I'm a go-getter, powerhouse, living my life, woman in the big city. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then subconsciously you're like, I hate myself. Oh my God, I don't deserve that. Oh I don't know. Just whatever the voice is in your head. Yeah. So, but you've been meeting, I've met those, met, met those are the guys yeah, I've met. I've had like a string recently. And it's, and it, and then I realized that, and they, they have admitted it to me, like, I have really low self-esteem. Yeah. And then I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, but then I also have recently met a guy and he was like, uh, I want to take it slow. He, he said this and he was like, I've just like jumped into stuff with people and I'm doing the opposite of that right now. So like, let's not, yeah, let's not just jump into it. And I was like, yes, thank you. I'm on that same wavelength. I love that. Yeah. So, but, but I don't know, we've hung out a little bit more and we kind of both, um, felt that we were getting like a friend, more of a friend vibe. So you so, walk through it and then you learn. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, getting to know a person first. What a concept. That's what I want to do. And I'm like, and I'm just like, oh, wow. Why did it take me this long to figure this out? Yeah. Did you make out to see if there's a chemistry vibe though? We've kissed once. Just yeah. like a very quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got, you got your info. You had an, an, you got your answer. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Thank God. That's great. Yeah. That's information. I don't know, but I'm we're we still text and like hang out and like Yeah. So I don't know. I think we're forging the friend. That's good. That means there's something the better vibe. better waiting for you. But that, yeah. that is like season three, episode I have no idea of mm-hmm. uh, where Carrie and Aiden. Sorry if this is horrible. <laughs> sorry if this is your worst nightmare, but uh I can attribute anything to sex in the city. Oh, absolutely. Oh good. Oh good. Yeah. Okay, good. This is a safe space for sex safe in the city. Space. <laughs> Toxicity talk. Um, <laughs> like when when she wants to have sex with him right away and he's like, I've tried that. Mm-hmm. I actually like watched this episode recently so I could like quote Aiden when I'm mm-hmm. saying that to guys or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I've you know, I've I've dated people and we've moved really fast, hasn't gone anywhere, and yep. now I'm looking to yep. sp- you know, wait to have sex with somebody I could really care about. Mm-hmm. And I think I could really care about you, Carrie. I think that's mm-hmm. what he says. But um it's important to have those like those like phrases, yeah, because it's kind of hard to get out of it when you're in it and you're just like, I think we should wait. <laughs> yeah, like I because I, this is like totally new territory for me. Yeah, and I know in the past I've actually been out with guys who are like slow down or mm-hmm. let's wait. Yeah, and I thought that was their way of telling me I was like ugly or yeah. unattractive. Isn't that interesting? Yep. That's like, so, yeah, so I thought that in my 20s too. Like, I was like, what is wrong with this freak? I'm yeah. here. This Hello. is my vagina on a slab. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> God, and it's taken me like so long to be like, I know. Oh, they were like <laughs> in a healthy place. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm so used to like codependent. Like, yeah, I love you. Like, yeah, and it, it's so hard to be like when you meet someone like that. Um, to not to like push the brakes when you really like someone like so much and you have to will you have to will yourself into pushing the brakes yeah it's hard i'm kind of learning that like anticipation is sexy mm-hmm. and also when you have a career and you have all the stuff to do yeah 
you 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 know you're writing a book you're doing all these things you can be like oh well I have all this other stuff to do yeah so if I only see him two days a week yeah. that's something to look forward to like a treasure like it's yeah you know it's nice to have things to look forward to that really bring you joy and then you just don't take it for granted or get sick on it like too much cake or something mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> I've just been around the block um, yeah. and now kind of just starting to I feel like I'm like figuring it out now and now I'm writing a book about it I know and uh transferring this knowledge to all the other 20 something women who are trying to figure it out which you can try to learn it but you kind of have to go through it I feel like yeah it's a timing thing yeah you kind of have to like make your own mistakes and like date a bunch of weirdos and assholes yeah before you like figure it out oh god but um so I'm starting this podcast with my friend Allison Stevenson. She's a stand-up comedian. And um, we met because we both dated the same fuckboy. You did? And he introduced us. He's like, you guys, I think you guys would get along. Yeah. He started a group chat with me and her. And he was like, um, you guys should be best friends. And now we are. <laughs> and then you guys never talk to him anymore? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> So it's really it's a really funny story and like because we had uh, I we have, we were like Facebook friends but we had never met just because I think uh, I, I had all these friends that were like oh have you met my friend Allison Stevenson you guys would like you should be friends there and people were saying the same thing to her about me but and I always assumed that we would just like run into each other at a party or something I was like oh I'm gonna meet her yeah. you know around sometime. But um, I had I had been dating I dated this guy. Um, we met on Tinder. You did? <laughs> yeah. I think you can actually meet a good person. I know I've been to t- Tinder weddings. Like mm-hmm. okay, but go on. So you met yeah. on Tinder. This you... was like four years ago. I want to say that we dated. Yeah. Um, this is the fuck boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. And uh, he just like he did the thing. This was before fuck boys were even a like people were saying that term in like meaning like a guy who kind of like leads you on. And is tells useless. you tells you whatever you want just to sleep with you, but has no intention of like being in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and this was kind of before that term even existed. So I had no <laughs> reference <laughs> of like, oh, this guy is trouble. <laughs> yeah. What do you do, though? So he we started going on dates and he was the sweetest, nicest. We got along really well right off the bat. And he would be texting me all day while I was at work and just like doing like the emoji heart eyes and like just like we would go on dates, we would do whatever. And and um, it was like, you know, we're hanging out all the time. It's like we're basically in a relationship without like, you know, without having said that. Yeah. Um, and I did all this stuff. I put, I put in way too much effort, like doing, like making him dinners and like, just like going, bending over backwards for him, which I should not have done, but I don't know. I was young and dumb. Well, (laughs) whatever. You know, me too. Looking back on it, I have like 2020, but like when you're in it, you're just like, you're, just feeling you're in it. another dimension. It's a like, physical sensation. Yeah, being excited about a person. Yeah, you can feel it in your body. Go on. Being so excited, and he, him having like all of these red flags that I completely ignored. What were they? Um. Uh. Well, 
He was like fresh out of a relationship, the classic. <laughs> Every single thing on my list of all the all the guys mm-hmm. that I dated. Yep. First of all, they're all pretty much drummers with the name with letter J. Oh my god, I've dated so many drummers. Drummers with the first initial <laughs> J, and all my last like fifteen boyfriends or uh-huh. last whatever fifteen like uh, boyfriends, all fresh out of a relationship. Yeah, that is unavailable city. Yeah, whether they yep. say it or not. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he he was an art photographer. Um, All right. He was like Instagram famous at the time. That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> You're Instagram famous. Yeah, but like not me. I I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I'm defending him. Fuck yeah. him. Keep going. No, I don't know. You know, he's just like the <laughs> type that is like very cool, like oh. really cool. I don't like guy. photographer guys. Yeah, but also my dad's a photographer, so that's probably a deeper issue. But go on. So keep, red flags. Continue. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of the other ones. <laughs> uh, he had he. I know he had like all these women like DMing him all the time, and but he would he would lie about it and just be like, oh no, I don't get I don't get like nude selfies all the time. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, his art was kind of problematic. Why? Oh, because <laughs> they were nude girls. Yeah, I would not be able to handle that. Yeah, I am. And not I was just like, Ugh. yeah, but I looked past it and I was like, oh, but he's not like that. Yeah. Uh, it's all it's art. It's purely art and whatever. Lacey but, Phillips says that when you have to do any kind of describing, like mm-hmm. explaining away for mm-hmm. a guy, got to get out of there. Yeah. But go on. But yeah. So another red flag. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't know. So we were like in it and then he like went, he went to another country to like talk about his art and he had never spoken about it before and i basically wrote his like his like speech for him like i helped him out oh so much and he came back and i was just like thinking about him all the time and like i had seen some like weird things on his instagram that he was like tagged in that like led me to believe that he had a kid that he Whoa. didn't talk about. Oh my god, those tags and will tell you yeah. more than you ever wanted to know. Yep. Those dangerous, dangerous yep. tags. Yep. Always check the tags, girls. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. And uh, you know, just like doing stuff with other women, and I was just like, okay, when he comes back, I'm gonna have the talk. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, he came back. I I had dropped him off at the airport. I picked him up from the airport. Oh my like, god. Uh, it was yeah I want you to be my girlfriend you sound incredible and I, I, would, I would officially ask you to be my girlfriend I would pay for uh, all the dinners I know that's the kind of girlfriend boyfriend I would be to you okay uh, I would love that you sound incredible fuck this idiot that. okay uh, keep yeah. going so um I was like okay so like what uh, what's going on here and he was like ugh, this conversation <laughs> oh god and he was just like I told you already like I'm not like I'm not ready for a relationship right now and I'm like yeah but we've been like dating for like five months or something like this is ridiculous and I was like well then I guess we can't we can't see each other anymore blah blah blah. I don't know there was a whole big thing he broke my heart it was like I was ruined for an entire summer it was just like god this was four years ago yeah yeah I'm totally over it now but at the time it was like you know it was like a big heartbreak and it but it felt wrong because we weren't even like we it wasn't even official. So it felt like I couldn't even be sad about it really cuz like oh well we we weren't even like, you know. No, but that's time and feelings and yeah. sex and intensity and Yeah, it was very intense. Um and so then a couple of years later 
we were kind of still friends. Like we were friends on Facebook and like we would text sometimes just about like friendly things or whatever. Lacey also says you have to cut ties with yeah. any emotional blocks. Yep. Any of those things. Yeah. Just- I think that is important. Um, if I would have read that back then, like yeah. <laughs> I probably would have like an ad for it. Right would have been yeah. in a better place, but well, we gotta go you know we it. just figure it out. Yeah, we're just bumbling around. Seriously, you're, you're, you wrote a out. book. God damn it, you needed this for the book. <laughs> Keep going. Yes. So um, he texts me and he's like, "Hey, I met I met Allison Stevenson," and I was like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, we're we were like Facebook friends, but we had never met." And he was like, "You should hang out with her." And I was like, yeah, I know. We're gonna we'll hang out. <laughs> and and he was like, No, really, like you need to like get lunch or something. And I was like, Okay. And then he started a group chat with us and he was like, Here, you guys, you just need to like go on a date or whatever. And so I was like, Fine. So then we made made a friend date. Yeah. And um we hung out and we I was just like, Yeah, let's do a collaboration. Let's do something, let's like work together. Um, and I was like, so how did you meet this guy, uh, our mutual friend? And she was like, oh, we met on Tinder. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I was like, be careful. because Were they still dating? Uh, I guess they had met, like, maybe they had gone on, like, two dates or something. Yeah. And um, I, I tried to warn her. I was like, he is bad news. Like he will take advantage of you. And uh, he's like the sweetest guy knows exactly what to say, but like he will not like commit ever. Narcissists so, are good at, at hearing and knowing exactly. He's so charming. To say, Just, yeah, what to I say. don't know what. It was like some sort of weird, like magnetism, magical magnetism. Yeah. That like, just hypnotizes you and um so yeah she (laughs) i kind of we kind of like we're talking um and she kept on dating him (laughs) and for like maybe a few months like maybe two months i want to say um which i had been i dated him for like five months or something longer but the same he did the exact same thing to her exactly same thing like we talked to like i didn't see her for a few months and then and then we like caught up again and he she was telling me all the things that he was doing i was like yeah he did the exact same thing to me like yeah he would like respond like pretend like you you were like boyfriend girlfriend and like send you all these like amazing love bombing love bombing texts um (laughs) The one thing that he did all the time was um, if you ask a question, he would, like, refuse. If he didn't want to answer, he would just not respond, like, not answer the question. Or he would answer in emojis that didn't make any sense. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like, he was, like, a master at, like, dodging. Yikes. Yeah. So we um, ended up, like, me and Allison ended up hanging out all the time. And, like, I was, like. I've been there helping yeah. her, coaching her through this heartbreak, which she was also, he ruined her. He did? <laughs> we, we both got like our hearts broken by this guy. Do you guys both stay in contact with him a little bit? Uh, Not really. It sounds like narcissist behavior and they like to keep yeah. women in their lair. So they yes. Because it feeds their ego while they go yep. after their new person. Yep. He did that. Bomb. Yeah. He did that. And I'm taking another bite of this dusty. Yes, do it. Think thin bar. I am too. Uh, <laughs> dusty bar break. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Um, so they broke up 
or whatever, stop seeing each other. Theirs had more dramatic blowout with him being like, I'm blocking you now. Because she like freaked out on him and was like, listen. She's a lot more, she calls guys out on things more than I do. (laughs) Like like in, in person, like, you can't just do this. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I love that. Whereas I, like, just ignore them and, like, try to, you know. You internalize all of yeah, it. Yeah, I like... internalize all of it. And she, like, yells at them. Like, actually yells at them. Um, so anyway, that happened. Um, but, like, I was, like, he, we, we had the same story. Same exact thing happened yeah. to both of us. Um but yeah, we started like throwing comedy shows together. I love And we this. did like a by Felipe comedy show and had like all of these really amazing feminist comedians um, and doing that stuff. And so we've just been meaning to like start a podcast for a while now. Oh my God. Through and the people chaos. have been like, you guys need to start a podcast because, yeah. Yeah. We just have this rapport, and now we're best friends, and, like, it's really funny how we met. That's incredible. I have, I have some girlfriends like that where we've dated the same guy. I've, like, yeah, more than one. We've dated mm-hmm. the same guy. I've experienced the same, like, heartache and irritation, and, you know, I'm, and we are friends for it. I've never been the type of girl who's been, like, we dated the same person. You can go fuck yourself. Or, I yeah. don't know. I've always been, like, I would oh, much, funny. I would much rather be, like, let's band together yeah. and get him. <laughs> Totally. Or just forget him and just like yeah. frolic off into the future. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, we're best friends yeah. now. No one needs you. Bye. I know. But you know, not a lot. Uh, not everybody's like that. That's funny. Sometimes yeah. people are just like very like uh, I know vicious and angry and territorial. Oh, totally. Which is bizarre to me because I'm always just like, oh, we must be. Of course, we're going to be better friends. We both yeah. had sex with the same guy. Yeah. Like we have the same taste. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We Whatever. both got screwed over. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally by the same bonehead. Um, yeah. Well, so now you're po- so you have a podcast with her, mm-hmm. and when is that coming out? Um, hopefully in the next two weeks. I wanted to have a date that I could announce it on this podcast, but I don't know yet. Oh well, maybe when it comes out and I do the intro. Look at you yeah. picking picking at yep. the bits. Yeah, picking at the bits picking of the your bits. power bar, the dusty power bar. <laughs> well, so oh god, what else do I want to ask you? All the oh, yeah, I don't know, but I was really quickly though, like. I was on a date. I'm going to try to phrase this so it's loosey-goosey. But uh, I was on a date with somebody, and they were talking about how in England the dating is different there because, Mm -hmm. again, it's like – I think it's not so structured. Like it's like people call things dating here. Mm -hmm. And then also like men and women split split everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like – it was so interesting how like immediately I panicked internally. But I think I I have no filter on my face. So Mm – I mean, anyway, whatever. But uh, I think you could see that I look crestfallen because I was like, what? I want you to pay for everything. <laughs> I'm a woman. But like, but so, and then I got mad, not mad at him, but I was like, uh, I was like, oh my God, now I'm going to feel uncomfortable if we ever go out to dinner because mm-hmm. like it's done one way in, in England and it's yeah. not done that way here. And, but I don't even think he was saying that. He was like, uh, he was like, oh no, I wasn't saying I don't like to pay. It's just that you notice in America, it's you pay for women on dates. Yeah, and in England, you don't do that, mm-hmm. or it's more like whatever. But I always hear things the worst way, or in the way I don't want to. Like anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, yeah, I think with the paying thing, when I go on dates, like I will usually like 
the guy will be like, "Oh, I'll get it," and then I'll be, I'll be like, "Reach for my the, wallet." The slow you have motion. To do, you have to do. No, the, I'm not doing it. No, I well, to. I, I, <laughs> I do it because a lot of guys like appreciate it because they're like, "I know." Oh, you're just expecting me, and and I will pull out my card, and then only if he is like, "No, really, I'm gonna pay for it," then I'll let it, and then I'll say, "I'll get the next round," and then I do usually get the next round. I mean, I just don't know. I'm completely. But it's confused. just like I've done it all. I, don't I know. know. I just don't like. I don't like having the feeling that I owe them something. Like yeah. if they, if they buy stuff for me, then it's like, oh well, now you owe me. What's funny? I know if I if I were to go out with somebody that I'm like repulsed by or like I don't want to mm. feel like I owe them, I will be like, no, let's split it. Or yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. or I got this. Yeah. Like, but you, that's usually like some kind of retaliation where oh, I like don't like them. Yeah. So that's that, again, that, that's like bringing money is a meaningful thing in that mm-hmm. in the exchange where it's like, I don't like you. This is not romantic. Mm-hmm. Like you don't own me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I should. Maybe I should just let them. Well, I just don't know. Well, then when this conversation with this guy, I was like, I was like, well, I'm American, <laughs> and I like men to take me out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And he was like. He's like, I didn't say I didn't like doing it. I was just telling you about the cultural differences. And I was like, were you? Were you? (laughs) I don't know. So then I felt like a monster because it's like it is playing into all these gender things. But then and then the conversation comes up of like, which again is like, and I said this to him and I've said this to a million men who've been on my podcast and any man who will listen. And I've written in my journal and whatever. We get our Now, I don't know why we do these things. Is it for us? Is it for them? Is it for Mm -hmm. other women? What is it for? Yeah. Hair color, haircut, nails, waxings, uh, you know, keeping our vagina all well-kempt and whatnot. Yep. Um, outfits uh, that are flattering to our bodies, you know, anguishing over like our mm-hmm. think thin, our dusty think yep. thin bars trying to keep fit so some guy will want to fuck. I mean, whatever. I'm not saying that's... Yeah. But, you know, it's like... We all do it. You know, anti-aging shit. Who is this for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, so you're, fa- you know, I've got like microcurrent, my yep. new face things like moisturizers, creams, acne medication, makeup it's so fake whatever people are worried about their brows now yeah. it's like are you kidding me who is this for it's so it's so some dude can be like i'm fucking her or like yeah or and like and he has a great job and is fit he wants to look good for us too but it's i think it's more expensive being a woman mm-hmm. i just do i do our whole the whole system is but again this is the culture mm-hmm. but the culture has not been broken down yet exactly we're only because chip- we're still living in it <laughs> we're living in it we're chiseling away uh, chiseling away at it some of it i enjoy i also yeah. do li- i like makeup mm-hmm. do i i'll question that later tonight <laughs> before bed i like being a woman i like yeah. that we can create babies in our unless i've aged out of it i like that i can create life in my tummy or something yeah. like i like that i can wear nail polish me feminine or wear heels or in lingerie and I think I do mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm like pay for dinner I don't know <laughs> like I, just like all this energy goes into all this stuff because we're both playing into all the roles and mm-hmm. we've not figured out so I'm just but then I also do feel guilty because I am also like oh god if I were a guy it's just so annoying my monster am I like just like siphoning out I don't know. It's just, I, I have all of it all at once. The guilt and the expectation. Yeah. The justification for my expectation and the guilt and the empathy for the guy's role. I have it all. Mm-hmm. 
just pay for dinner, please. <laughs> I got my nails done. It cost $88, okay? <laughs> for you. Yeah, I feel like I just saw this meme and I sent it to someone who I, this guy that I was dating and we had this like miscommunication and it was like, it was a picture of Jeff Goldblum looking very sad and it was like, <gasps> when I have the self-awareness to know that I'm being irrational, but but the inability to stop. Is that- <laughs> and I was like, oh God. That's me. That's me. That's all That's of me. us. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but you it's know, like we we know we know we're being crazy, but like how yeah, you just can't stop. But I don't know because I'm just gonna back this up. Yeah. Taking the women's movement back an eon, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. If I were your boyfriend or your partner, I, I don't know. I'm all over the place here. Like I. I would I would love to woo you. I would love to bring I would bring yeah. you flowers. Here's the kind of boyfriend I would be because this yeah. is what I would get off on. If I'm mm-hmm. putting my this is the kind of man I would want to be. Well dressed, maybe a six pack, <laughs> master at what I do, successful at fulfilling work, got a badass babe who also has a great career who I'm proud of, who makes my life better, makes me laugh. We we uh make we enhance one another's yes. life. Yes. Right? So at the end of the day, after I'm working on my career, I'm exhausted. At the end of your day, I pick you up because I want to. I want yeah. to be this man for you. I just do. It's sexy to me because it's yeah. already it's already like I'm it's already foreplay, me picking mm-hmm. you up for dinner. Then we go to a place, rustic, good mm-hmm. lighting. Maybe we have a little wine. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for the check comes. I'm paying for it. Of course yeah. you're not paying. It was yeah. always my intention yeah. to make you feel safe because I am your rock. Mm-hmm. I am your man. But also with our relationship, I feel that there's a safety within our relationship where I can be vulnerable with you. I can cry in front yeah. of you. I can tell you my feelings. So it's not just a, you know an unfeeling rock. I mean, man with no feelings. Mm-hmm. And in return, I'm sure you... I I just want to take I I have this drive in me to just like take care of people and yeah. like and like bake them cookies yes. all the time and just like do and just do this stuff. And you're gonna drive me to the airport. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna we're gonna make. I just love. I love doing that for people. Yeah. Uh, it, have you looked into like love languages? I have, but you tell me what I need to know. Oh well, just I think one of my love languages like acts of service. Oh, acts so I of love service. I love to do things for people, and I, that is a way that I show that I love you. What are all the love languages? Um, it's like uh, verbal, so like saying that you you love someone. Uh, touch is one. Um, yeah, acts of service, uh, gifts, and I feel like there's one more that I'm forgetting. But I hate, so people have different love languages and then, you know, if you are not, if you don't have the same ones as your partner, you might like confuse things, you know, because like I have had partners where they would give me gifts all the time and I was like, I don't care about that. Like, You're like, I you don't. should date Alexi. <laughs> she loves gifts. Take yeah. that girl to dinner. <laughs> I had this guy and he would do all, like buy me all these crazy things or just like do like like very uh like really romantic things and then and then would get really angry if my gifts to him weren't up to his par oh because he was giving you what he wanted to receive and i was like i didn't ask for any of this stuff like i didn't want it (laughs) and then he would get pissed at me for like uh, like he came to visit me this was when i first 
moved to LA he and he lived in Minnesota he came to visit me and for his birthday and like I planned like things like fun things to do and he got mad at me because they, it wasn't like good enough <laughs> oh I don't like this guy one bit I know this guy seems like it's all ego based it was like terrible but I I don't know you should give because you want it and you don't expect it back exactly yeah but I've had different love language I think love yeah. languages with, with people so mine mine are like physical touch mm-hmm. and acts of service um sort of verbal I would say but not as important as the other two I give compliments I will make I will dote I will like mm-hmm. I love compliments, though. Com- yeah. I'll compliment the person, make them breakfast in bed, make yeah. them coffee, give them thoughtful presents when I think of something. Yeah. And, like, and I go, oh, I thought of you. And, you know, lots of physical, lots of touch, mm-hmm. sex and sex and kisses and all the stuff. And then, uh, yeah, and I feel like it's the wooing phase, like the beginning of a relationship mm-hmm. where I want, I want, and not to keep talking about paying, 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 like yeah. fucking monster, but I, it just means like. I like that at the beginning and then and then when you're in a relationship or if you live together mm-hmm. like Aristotle and I were talking about this he's actually he's lived with his girlfriend whatever when you at a point like that then you split the things it's not going to be yeah. like like yeah. you, you know I have a career of my own I make my mm-hmm. own money and do all these things but uh, it's in the beginning it's sexy yeah, yeah where there's this tension and this like push pull yeah and you have to navigate that yeah goodness where else do we leave off what else is there? There's more stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other things that I was going to bring up. Well, take a bite of that. I'm going to take a bite take, of this dusty. Dusty think thin bar. <laughs> I got to I gotta like never buy these again from Trader Joe's. It's crazy. Um, do you think, side of a side note. Oh, God. What time is it? Oh. Do you think. Oh, we tore down two. <laughs> It's just such a cozy podcast. We're all like, (laughs) I was totally doing that earlier. I was like, who am I? Oh, God. Mm. Okay. So I noticed this is totally random, but with Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Mm -hmm. I feel like Facebook is the angriest, most aggro of all of them. And I can't be on there. And I hate it. I hate it. Am I wrong? Like, Instagram feels cozy and kinder. And where I yes. want to live, you know? Mm-hmm. And yep. then Facebook, I'm like, fuck you. Even in women's yeah. groups where I'm yeah. like, hey, guys, what's going on? Just it's throwing this scary. Thing. And they're like, this is a female community. How dare? And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. What did I do? Yeah. Why no, is that? It's scary. I don't know. I've, I feel like it's just like the dynamic of Facebook has gotten so aggro. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I hardly even go on Facebook anymore because it's just like screaming. It's stressful. I feel that way a little bit about Twitter too, because like mm-hmm. you go there, everybody's screaming about Trump and all yep. these things, and I, and yep. I get it. But then I also I'm like, am I allowed to just am I allowed to make a joke about like yeah. a churro or the, mm-hmm. or the, or whatever I want to talk about? Like, can I talk about liking this Trader Joe's coffee? Or yeah, it's like, if you no. want to get into a very serious debate, <laughs> yeah. um, that is extremely PC. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, because people can take one thing that y- that you like accidentally typed and like misconstrue it. Oh God, yeah. And then it's like you're banned. You're <laughs> from, banned from, and then you're like defriended, yeah. and like it's crazy. I I always like I try to see people's, you know, see it from people's 
perspective yeah. and like give them a chance and like because not everyone comes out of the womb knowing everything. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> like I expect men to though. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um but like I like I went I minored in women's studies and majored in journalism. Um where? At St. Cloud State University oh, wow. in Minnesota. Um so I don't know. I've just kind of like I've always been explaining feminism and like things to people and you can't expect people to just know all of this stuff about like intersectionality and all this stuff because that that was like a weird cliche like a weird niche of like feminism that not you you had to go you had to like take a gender studies class to know what it was oh my god and now people will jump down anyone's throat if they are not familiar with it it's funny. I, I, like, yeah, not even a year ago, maybe a year ago, yeah. I was on a panel about intersectional feminism. Mm-hmm. Had no idea what that. I, I looked it yeah. up. Obviously, I'm looking look it up. I was the only white person on the panel. Mm-hmm. I am not a great spokesperson for anything really. No, for mm-hmm. feminism. But it's like I, I am a feminist. I, but I, what I thought that meant was, I live my life, yeah, uh, unapologetically. I support women yeah. to do whatever, whoever they are, all shapes, sizes, mm-hmm. ethnicities, whatever. Uh, sexual orientation it just means being a woman and doing whatever the fuck it is you want to do that makes you happy Mm -hmm. but you know on this panel i I was quiet and i just listened yeah yeah, well there's this there's this like academic side and and you can get into like all of these like really deep articles about what it means and why it you know the the political climate and how it affects everything but like i'm not expecting anyone to know that yeah. automatically because you have to like go to college for it yeah oh <laughs> to and understand and when everybody's mad at you on social media yeah. like twitter it's like okay first off yeah not everybody is born knowing everything and also and if you if you're mad that they don't know if the real if the yeah. real goal is for them to know and to exactly. learn then be uh, you know a little bit more kind and yeah. explain it so you can make a new friend explain the thing they can learn the yeah. information you're trying to land because yeah. nobody can learn anything if, if you're just, just screaming if you're just angry yeah then like they're gonna be like well fuck you i'm not gonna learn anything about it yeah that it like people close off and just oh, go totally. okay forget it yeah, yeah. never it, mind it separates all i'm of just us. gonna yeah or they dig their heels in more and they're like no i am right yeah Oh, you're so right. If they're saying something that's like problematic or whatever. Oh, God. I had a really weird thing happen to me. I almost shouldn't even talk about this, but it was such a bizarre moment because it was like so many feelings and it was like racism was involved and uh, and misogyny and uh, whatever. What are the words? Oh, sexism. (laughs) I don't know. I was walking down the street like months, like a month ago during the day. Walking down the street, Fairfax, this guy starts walking up to me. And I'm going to talk about people's ethnicity uh, because it plays into the story. Mm-hmm. This, like, white skater kid mm-hmm. probably getting ready to get in line at Supreme or something. Yeah. That really unnecessary long line. Yeah. Um, they're, whatever. They're just shoes or whatever they are. Anyway, so he starts coming towards me on a skateboard and he's like, suck my dick. Like, like and I was like, what? Oh, and I have like earbuds God. in, but like, I didn't have any music playing, but I could still hear him. I yeah. just wanted to be left alone. And still this kid is like, and then, I, and even then I was like, really? With everything going on? Like, yeah, this is like three weeks ago. I'm like, yeah. all this shit, like fucking me too stories and all the things. Yeah. And it's all, what? And he's like young. You think he's yeah. like with it, whatever. So I'm like outraged. I keep walking, keep walking. 
And then this like homeless white guy with like tattoos all over his face uh-huh. looks terrifying. Starts charging yeah. at me, like coming at <gasps> me so close. And I'm like, <gasps> and I am between a bus stop and a wall. Like uh-huh. usually I walk outside, so I'm not yeah. just some confined space. It was, it was during the day. Yeah. So I had already had the skateboarder kid say, suck my dick. And then yeah. like the homeless tattoo face, like yeah. he's charging at me. Yeah. I turn around to like, go backwards and there's a an african-american man yeah right behind me but walking real close uh-huh. real close and i like look at him and i'm like clutching my bag and, yeah. and like and and then i i step to the side so he can pass me mm-hmm. because i don't want to be in between the bus Whoa. stop the wall the homeless tattoo face crazy guy charging at me and then this other dude who's much who's african-american but much bigger than me and it's more mm-hmm. a man thing he's way too yeah. close to me okay mm-hmm. i am a woman it is 2018 all yeah. the shit that's in the news right now he's right behind me and i just move over to the side so he can pass me mm-hmm. and he stares at me and he doesn't want to pass me and he's pissed and there's an underline you know what's going on here there's like there's oh, i was like oh, so many things was yeah. happening in this one moment and i i have my earbuds in but no music yeah. is playing and he won't pass me. He won't pass me. So I'm now he's he's very, very close to me. Homeless dude is very, very close to me. I'm between a wall. It's terrifying. Terrifying. So we just have a stand up, like a face off. And he Whoa. finally goes around me. But he like turns at me and he gives me like the stink eye, which is I've never used that phrase really. Yeah. But like that's all I can think, come up with. Yeah. He gives me a stink eye. And I take my earbuds out and I go, what? Uh-huh. What? Yeah. And he goes, you know what? And he goes, you made me uncomfortable. And I went, I made you uncomfortable. Why Why did I make you uncomfortable? Uh-huh. Like, meanwhile, like homeless dude is like still like, pr- yeah. I don't know what he's doing right now. He's like, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Um, He's like swatting flies coming at me <laughs> still like very yeah. close, uncomfortable. And I go, and I'm just like losing it. Yeah. Especially because I stuck my dick, dude. I was just like, yeah. what? Okay. So he, and he goes, you made me uncomfortable for this, you know, for the same reason I made you uncomfortable. And he gives me air quotes. And now I'm like, oh my uh. God. Because now we've got like. I'm a woman, but yeah. there's racism in hand. Yep. He thinks I'm racist. So yep. I say to him, I go, you think I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable? I'm already stuttering. I'm yeah. terrified right now. Uh, I'm like, oh, because you're black? And he goes, I didn't say that. You just said that. And I went, what the fuck? I was like, what were the air quotes for? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then I burst into tears. Like, <gasps> and I Oh, go, my God. I go, excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on. He's like trying to walk away. I'm oh like, it's the worst God. nightmare now. Because like, nobody wants to talk about all this no. shit. There are all these undercurrents of things happening. And he goes goes what and he he stays there and i tell him about suck my dick dude yeah and i tell him about the whole i was like you saw that that scary dude yeah and he goes i did see that guy and i go do you have a wife do you have a mother do you have a sister he goes i have a sister i have a yeah. mother and i go you're walking too close to me dude just told me to suck my suck his dick that dude's coming yeah. right at me you saw him and you are walking too close and he yeah. goes are you one of those feminists oh gosh and i'm like oh my god and he goes this is because i'm black and i'm like this is not because you're black. It's because like, you're a big man and I, you're next to me. But I, and then I start crying and I go, yeah. I get why you think that. Yeah. Okay. I said, I get why you think that. I don't yeah. even want to go into why you just asked me if I'm yeah. a fem- That's like a yeah. can of worms I did not even want to open because yeah. I didn't want to get like in a further fight yeah. with this dude. I went, you're walking too close. I am a woman. You have a mother. Yeah. You have a sister. Maybe you've ever had a girlfriend that you care about or you love. You're too close. I'm a woman walking alone. All this shit is happening, but I get why you think that. That is yeah. not the case. And it makes me so sad because yeah. I, I know why he has a chip on his shoulder. Or yeah. God, Actually, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a white yeah. girl living in L.A. with bangs. No real problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who knows what the fuck he has to go yeah. through? But it was a man-woman thing yeah. and, a, and a personal space thing. Yeah. 
But then the racism element. Oh I my know, god! It, there's all these different elements, there's, and there's you can't separate them. It broke like, my heart, and then I extended my hand, and he wouldn't take my hand, and wow. then finally he did take my hand. Wow. And I go, I get why you feel the way you do, but you were walking too close. Yeah. And I hope you can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. And he goes, why are you crying? And I go, because it's just sad because there's all this shit rolled up yeah. into one thing. And no, nobody talks about it. Yeah. Nobody talk- and, then, and then we hugged. <laughs> and then like I walked away and then I was like, oh, I really didn't need to hug a strange dude that I never wanted to hug to begin with. But <laughs> I think we made good progress. And, like, and you could tell like, but there was like this weird, like beautiful cathartic moment. Yeah. It was yeah. just like so yeah. much stuff you know yeah. and then so uh, that is i think just guys just don't understand but then the racism element yeah. it's a real it's like all this but you can't just be like oh he's he's black so i've got to yeah. coddle him because i don't want him to think i'm ra-. yeah because at the same i am a woman mm-hmm. and if you're walking too close and it you know all down this to like physical strength physical like, strength and i mm-hmm. and like and it's and all the stories of sexual assault and yeah. what, what happens to women and and I'm, you know, just trying I've to keep my own distance issues. from everyone. Yeah, it's like regardless of what you look like. Yeah. It's like so it was just so many things, but it's like I think talking about all these things and like anyway, I don't know why I went off on this tangent. Yeah. But it was like that was such an intense moment. I didn't I've not I've not ever talked about it on the podcast because mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, how do you you know, I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna come across in a negative way at all because really it was it was a million things that are real things that exist in the world. Mm-hmm. All in this one moment that collided that yeah. was so that just made me so sad for like for all these things totally that exist and like but I'm glad we hugged I'm glad we, I'm glad we had, like it was just like a really bizarre thing to happen at 3 p.m. on a on Fairfax yeah <laughs> oh, sometimes God. all of these things just converge and like yeah. things happen to you all at once yeah and then you're just like wow okay this is what I'm dealing with right now yeah. But I think that so many guys just like because they don't experience what being a woman is like, they have no idea. And that's also like part of like what by Flea Bay kind of started as is like showing other people like who don't experience it like, oh, this is how we feel attacked like on a daily basis. And I also want to say just to make this clear, I know I completely have empathy, even though I don't know what it's like to be, uh, to have the color of his skin. Exactly. What fucking shit. So, of course, he's operating from, he's got all these other things that have happened to him or people look at him a certain way. And I wasn't feeling that way about Mm -hmm. him because of the color of his skin. It was like a man, female, who's stronger and a a personal space issue. But it didn't, oh my God, made me so sad. Oh, totally. um, We as white people have to have empathy for people of color because- For the stuff that they go through all the time, because that's some fucked up shit too. Yeah. Like, but but you, you're so right about outing the way men behave with women. Yeah, secretly because, that usually women just internalize it yeah. and don't tell anybody because they're like, you take yeah, it out you're personally. Just like, duh. Like, of course that's what happens. But, like, but, it happens all the time. But blasting it makes all the other girls go, "Oh, I'm not alone." It happens to yeah. her too. And then men go, "Wow, what? I thought you're yeah, I thought you were just you know." I don't know. Yeah, I I know so many guys who are just like, I just have no idea. I had no idea that was going on. Yeah. Like, because guys that don't do that, they're like, what? Yeah. And it's like, they have no idea. They have no reference point because it never happens to them. And how? why would they? I've got to... I've got to look at myself a little bit too because I have this unconscious thing. It's probably more conscious than unconscious where it's like, I treat all men, even if they don't deserve it, mm-hmm. with this belief in me. I don't know if you do this. Yes. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> where I go, they hate women. Like, they are the dick pic senders. Yep. Even if they aren't, like, yeah. like 
I just had so many experiences with shitty dudes that I expect all of them to be shitty and like that's just that's just the default for me like me too and I that's not fair it's not fair either and I feel really bad because I there was this guy that I was dating and I like assumed that he was that he was going to be a dickhead about something and I just like assumed it because that's what I'm used to is guys not having any uh, empathy or feeling like feeling bad for women or just like, you know, and I I like treated him badly because I assumed that, you know, so yeah. something was going to happen. And um, it was not the case at all. And he was being a totally normal, like nice person. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, it's just like my my history with men is is me being like you're gonna be an asshole to me yeah and so i just like preemptively treat them like that that's and why I, it was really a wake-up call for me like oh shit i need to not put my history on other on people but all of this is a lesson where you're talking about social conditioning yeah the mm-hmm. culture what's ingrained in people all of it really comes down to like when you're asking me earlier self-preservation self-preservation but also like pulling up the veil like lifting yeah. the veil and really making sure you look at yourself like when you were asking me earlier like mm-hmm. oh but do you like it when a man does that or or do you really or why like yeah and even i had rose mcgowan on here and that was our main conversation was was like was like looking at yourself like yeah. asking yourself what's running you why are you doing the things you do why do you think you want the things you want do you really like yeah so and i definitely do that with men where mm-hmm. where i bring i make myself Maybe this is dangerous territory too, because everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Okay, easy, yeah. easy, yeah. don't say anything crazy." <laughs> if we're gonna really, you know, write some people take something out of context, <laughs> yeah. and we'll be, we'll both be banned from we'll everywhere. Just, we'll from, just be banned, <laughs> blacklisted. <laughs> oh, what did you mean by that? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, but uh, but so, oh God, um, I will take the role of the victim unconsciously with a man, mm-hmm. and then like anything he says or does. I'll like def- I'll make a sarcastic comment or just assuming like he thinks he's better than me. He's mm-hmm. putting himself on a pedestal or like mm-hmm. he thinks I'm dumb or he's mean. He has no feelings mm-hmm. and I've got to be tough and punish him in advance. Like yeah. just even with sarcastic comments or like yeah. because men don't have feelings and yeah. he's just going to fuck me. He's probably fucking a million girls yep. right now. He's probably a cheater. That's just he's what I assume. Girls in the DM yep. or like whatever. Like he has no feelings. Just a million voices yep. in my head that I don't aren't I'm not even aware of. Even mm-hmm. you know there are a million more that I'm not zeroing in on right now and uh and if I really step back, men do have feelings. Of course. They have feelings. Even the ones who do weird shit. Yeah. What is that about what happened to them? Not that like abuse is tolerated yeah. or whatever, but like. Something happened saying, to them to make them that way too. Yeah. And even like a lovely guy who just doesn't. I don't know. I know. It's just to just watch yourself and just to like make, what do you bring in the table? How much mm-hmm. of this is your. Uh, yeah. Commentary that's not real in your head. The thing that annoys me, though, is that, like, as women, we think about all of these things and we think about it from all different perspectives. Do men and, do any of this? No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we're all we're all like overthinking everything. And we're like, oh, how does this make him feel? And and maybe I should have empathy for him and all of this stuff. And is he thinking that? No. Are we making another generalization? Though? I mean, but we, they aren't. Um, yeah, but they're not though. Are they? I mean, maybe some guys. Aristotle, do. are you doing the work? <laughs> Aristotle just hung himself. Actually, he, so he just jumped off a ledge. <laughs> oh my god! He managed to kill himself and in seven like, different ways. I'm like overthinking for both of us. Well, I was. I don't know. I was thinking about like if and when <laughs> I do get in my next relationship, 
I'm, you know, you and I are talking about all these books like Codependent yeah. No More, You Are a Badass. And, and have you seen a guy reading reading these attachment theory yeah. books? It's yeah. like, fucking no. How about they learn something about themselves? That's what I want to know. So it's like, if I'm, let's say I go on like a third date with a guy or something that I meet that I'm like, thinks, you know, seems promising. I, I guess I have to ask a therapist about this, but, you know, also therapy, another thing. Yeah. Why are we paying for therapy? Okay, yeah. whatever. So we're doing all the internal work. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? They just assume that it's going to, it should be easy. Like but, they, but isn't that why we like them too? Because they're so much less complicated, isn't yeah. it? Yin and Yang, baby. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> because I, but in a weird way, like the next guy I get serious with, I would like him to read the book. Yeah, uh, you know any of them, but uh, yeah. I would like him to read the book How to Get the Love You Want because mm-hmm. it addresses like all the subconscious shit that people like. Yeah, what happened when you're that you learned from your mom, and that, and that's why you pick the person you do. Like, I want to make sure that he knows what's running him, so I'm yeah. not just some accidental I person he's he has in his life. It would be amazing if men could like read some self help books. Oh my god! But I mean, I also don't want to be like. It'd be a little weird to be like date number three. So yeah. I got this book for you. Yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, what are the answers there are none it's I a delicate know. dance I d- these are just questions that I have all the time <laughs> well no what about the sex stuff what do you feel about that what about it I don't know like it's like uh, I don't know I don't know I don't even know where I'm going with this just like maybe this is like a I just I don't know I feel like sex is like a delicate dance now but now um, well maybe that's just the patriarchy coming through <laughs> I don't know oh god <laughs> For the men who are like, oh, now all men are seem. Uh, I don't know. I'm confused. I might yeah. have to cut this out. I'm totally. I don't. Confused. I mean, I don't want to generalize all men as being like they, none of them do work on themselves. And like, yes, of course, there are men who go to therapy and who like yeah. think about their own internal processes. But they're pussies, and I don't want to fuck those little no. bitches. Just kidding. No. That's exactly <laughs> who I want to fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But, like, it's rare to find someone who does. If two men were on a podcast right now talking about women the way we're talking about exactly, men right now. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. They'd be, like, under, they'd be banned. Exactly. <laughs> but they've been, they've been doing their thing for a long time. It's not, like, all the shows with men. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. What? <sighs> Take a breath. What are we missing? What have, what have I not asked you about? Or what, have, what are rocks we've left unturned? Like, what's next for you? Who Are you dating anybody or are you just like, you're no. available? No, I'm dating no one. What And what do you want in a guy? Let's put that now to the ether because mm-hmm. uh, like, I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, so like I just dated someone for like three months and then uh, he kind of broke up with me and was just like hey i'm like doing all this work on myself and i like he's actively like becoming a better person oh wow which is great and i don't there's there's no animosity towards him um and i thank him for like talking about it because that is rare like usually guys would just ghost ghost you yeah and just like not address it but he's like you know, going through shit and is like, I I just know that right now I'm not supposed to be dating anyone. I'm working on myself. He's like trying to do all, he has all these projects and stuff. And I was like, good. He's, he's a very good person. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think after that, I kind of was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be like dating anyone right now. I think I'm supposed to be like finishing this fucking book. Yeah. And like just working on that and, and getting all the stuff ready that I have to do before the book comes out and just like 
really focusing on that. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do. And maybe after my life calms down a little bit, I'll go back to dating. Yeah. But it does take a lot. Of, it's a lot I feel of like energy. I've kind of been running into like, like just running into dead ends and like the universe is kind of telling me like, don't focus on that. Yeah. You've got one. To, you've got to focus on you right now. Mm-hmm. You've got enough stuff to do. Oh my god! Yeah. But eventually, I would like to have have a long term relationship because I'm just I'm just tired. Yeah, I'm tired too. <laughs> I'm just tired of like going on all these dates and like, uh, re- try like you know revealing myself in little oh. and and like playing the long game and whatever. What's and then the long game, you know, just like not sleeping together right away and like yeah. doing all that stuff and then it not working out and then it's like oh now I got to do it all over again yeah. and it's like I'm just I'm kind of over it do you want do you want to get married and have kids <laughs> maybe you think that's part of the whole lie or is that like a cozy cool thing that's kind of uh I don't know it's probably something that I'm still like working through yeah cuz I think as a kid, I had this idea of like, oh, yeah, I'll like be married when I'm 30 and have a kid and like yeah. all this stuff. And it's so much harder than you actually think, than, yeah. well, than you realize. Also, we're all just aging so much better mm-hmm. now. And everybody's like kind of a perma adolescent. Yeah. And I think everyone in our generation is doing everything way later. Oh, yeah. Everything. Like buying houses and like in terms of their careers yeah. and stuff and all this. And everyone's just like, very delayed i do like to look at myself and go look at myself in the mirror and say no that's not what i was <laughs> gonna say um because i have this tendency to be like love like that just gets in the way man yeah. like I, i've got stuff to do and it's like a, a hindrance yeah but then i'm reminded by like when i see friends in a really great relationship or people who are married that I, i'm like oh wow these are examples of like what a good relationship looks like and mm-hmm. so i try to remind myself like all right, you've got your coping mechanism of like telling you that love is a time suck and can get in the way or mm-hmm. relationships and dating can get in the way. But when it's nice and when it's good and when it's healthy, that it actually can be like totally. healing and mm-hmm. and will help you with other aspects of your life. You have a sounding board, somebody mm-hmm. who loves you, you feel like a safe haven and you have like a, a partner. I like I don't like the term partner that much. It's, mm-hmm. like it's been play, played to death. I just can't take it. <laughs> it sounds uh, cold. But I mean, but yeah, you have like, I don't know, arms to crawl into and like totally. So I remember I miss that. that. Yeah. <laughs> wanna give, I don't want to I don't I want I didn't want to leave the podcast on the note of like, it's all just a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lie, man. We're all just looking for love. <laughs> I love it. Oh God. Well, what's next? What else do we need to know? Um, oh. Did you read the cat lady story? The cat lady story about like I mean I guess it's like it's, it's totally in line of like with everything you you make or no sorry not everything you make it falls totally in line with with what by Felipe is all about mm-hmm. you didn't read the story cat the cat story cat lady story where it's like I think it was on NPR and this girl goes on a date with a guy and she's much I can't remember all the details but then it's exactly the same at the end of the story they break up, it's all nice, and mm-hmm. then like a few weeks later, he's like, cunt, or something. And, uh. like, and you're just like taking on this weird journey. I think I'm paraphrasing that incorrectly, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised you didn't read it. 
I think actually, I think someone sent it to me, and I didn't have time to read it at the time. And I was You're like, busy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this later, and wow. then I didn't. And then you came on this podcast, <laughs> and you didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. But you know what? They were I will co- read it today. They were copying you. You can listen to it too, mm-hmm. but uh, but basically, it's like the exact same sentiment of just like um, men's rage and mm-hmm. how it manifests when, mm-hmm. with rejection. Um, Just looking at the list. I'm going to cut yeah. that out. The dead, dead, dead air. So I'm going to make sure. Is there anything I'm not mentioning just so I, I can know? I'll cut yeah. This. I don't know. It's just uh, the book and the podcast are coming out. Um, all right. I'm gonna, I'm just, I'll cut that little bit out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we said it all. We got the book coming out when? August 2018. August 2019? 18. Oh, thank God. Okay. That was yeah, uh, 2018. August 2018. I think it's, I'm not sure of the exact date i think it's august 18th i want to say it's always nice to have something to look forward to Mm -hmm. and the name of that book is by felipe disses dick pics and disasters of modern dating perfect i cannot wait and you're gonna read it on the audio version i think so oh my god please do that because that is my favorite way to experience a book oh great i need to and that way i can have you in my ears Mm -hmm. and then it makes me feel like we're cozier and closer than you want us to be but i'll be like oh my god we're best friends (laughs) so definitely read your own book and then the podcast is coming out um hopefully in the next two weeks and that is called it's called v single very single it'll be on itunes um i'll promote it on by felipe you'll be able to find it i just have to say uh i think the world is better off for this podcast that we just experienced I think so, too. And uh, thank you for being on my show. Yeah, thank you. And I'm definitely having you on our podcast. Oh, my God. You you can't take it back now. You guys all heard that, right, guys? Nope. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. 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 Now leaving Nerdist.com.